What the fucking music? This is killing the business worldwide. I am your host and your god, Vic Muscat. Studio audience is full tonight. We got next TJ and Jason Scott with us tonight. And we're back. Yeah, no one fucking cares. They, they all they care about is the guests, the main event. We have the JWO in the house tonight. Mr. First of all, Mr. Robert Four. How you doing, sir? Whoop, whoop. What's up, guys? And Stomoy, I owe a deep apology to because of my misinformation. Mr. Barashi Stoner. How you doing, sir? Hey, how's it going? Whoop, whoop. Wicked clowns in the house. Hey, thank you. Um, And yeah, you know, misunderstandings happen, unfortunately, more often than not on the internet. What are you going to do? It's all behind us now. Yeah. Especially when we have someone that's like, you know, oh, I'm for the show. You know, I should share this. I share that. Hey, someone's bullying me. Let's start a campaign. It's killing the bullying. That's a great idea, I thought. Okay, some awareness. I'm down with that. Then he's like, here, I was do this is the information I got. I can't be on, but here's the information I got for you. You know, you know, you said blast them, blast them. Is the episode done yet? Is the episode done yet? I have a full week. I think the the other guys remember that was the week I had like eight shows I had to record. So he was like, hey, is so like if someone cancels out, I'll do it earlier, but I am not gonna do it on a Sunday. Fuck that. Let's <laughs> go work on a Sunday. Yeah, he messaged me today, by the way, Tough Daddy, out of nowhere. Oh, God. I got a message, too. That name, you know. Well, I mean, that whole whole promotion, that whole thing just turned into such a, like, just toxic shit fest. I mean, it started off great, Rob. It started off great in Woonsock and us boys. Absolutely, Absolutely. Even his predecessor. Even his predecessor, as crazy as it was, KPW was a brilliant thing. Everybody worked well together. Me, you, TJ. We all had fun, but it, it was fun. F-U-N. Not just the F-U. Yeah, F-U-N. Not F-U, you exactly. know. And, that, and that's what this turned into over time. And, you know, we all got pushed into these roles. Before you were booker, I was head booker. I'm handed yeah, packets. Yeah. I'm handed emails and emails going, Hey, we're getting reports that this one isn't trained. This one isn't this. You gotta let this one go. And you know, like he said, I did you fire him yet? Did you fire him yet? You know, I'm getting I can't do it, but I can tell you why. You know, same kind of thing. And we all get put in these positions, and you know, it put us all at war with each other for no reason. Yeah, no not reason. Even at all. Not even a dollar. Not even a dollar was made in profit to fight over it. Yeah, I didn't not get paid at all. I didn't get one cent, one freaking cent not out of that. Penny, not a penny. I can see if you were making money. Not even a penny. Yeah, not even. You make more money sleeping. Yeah, no shit, dude. No Put your shit. PayPal out on Twitter and go to sleep. Maybe when you wake up, the toothpaste will drop you a quarter. You'll make more money. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. It doesn't work yep. that way. Try. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, I wake up one day and I got five different enemies. I got, you know, I'm supposed to hate this one. This one's, you know, this one's after me. This. I haven't even talked to half these guys. I've never even heard of your show, Vic, until TJ came on and on for the KPW against Ray Ransom. Yeah. And the amount of heat that I got because they aired that episode and KPW was supposedly dead. 
supposedly. Which is immense. Which is immense. Yeah. That's crazy. You know about that, Rob. You know how me and you tried to revive it because TJ was champion. And we yeah, wanted to keep it going. But it was just nothing. And then, then shit happened. It closed down, whatever. KPW unfortunately died. Unfortunately. But XUC came in and it started off with good intention. It really yeah, did. Yeah, good intentions. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and you guys were a key pinnacle point in that. I mean, a lot of the actually the only storyline in the whole thing is the yeah, JWO yeah, and Tuffy. Yep. You know, yep. me, Tough, Selena, uh, Fox, um, Chad, and then yeah, that, Chad, you know you, yeah, and Tough, Pickles, and TJ. Yeah, and you pickles, know. yep, and Pickles. I told you, Max. I told you, Max and Vic and Scotty. These guys are giving me props through the whole show about how good of a wrestler I was. I knew I was good. Oh, you probably the best there was out of everybody here. You said TJ's winning all the belts. You goddamn right, belt winner. <laughs> I would be poking the TJ Tucker bear. All right, that's yeah. I, I would not. I would even poke. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the, the thing is is you know we were all given information about you know tj tucker and it went back and forth back and forth and it was always you know kind of like this gray area well it doesn't really matter until it mattered and you know yeah. when they need to when they needed to weaponize this information they used it as a weapon everything they could against the kid yeah whether no it be sure. past injury whether it be a medical history that he is disclosed whether it be just, you know, lack of being able to train or get around or whatever it is that, you know, his issue is, it's always weaponized. But when they need TJ, guess what? Let's call him up. Hey, we yeah, need a tag call team. TJ. Yeah, let's call hey, TJ. we need a tag team. We need a free worker. We need a wrestler. We need a body. Let's call TJ. But if, yeah. if, if, if they don't need TJ, guess what? It was always fuck TJ. You know what? TJ's yeah, the bottom. TJ. No. And that's how it went know? every week in, like, our booking meetings. And you probably saw something. I mean, you took over after me, Rob, after I left, and you probably saw it a little bit different, but yeah, it was the same mess. It was the same mess. Yeah, I'm yeah, it was. I tried to fix shit, so I, you know, and it, it was the same bullshit, you know, which is just the same bullshit. This this guys in that was in XQC are very talented guys. This you got Nick's. This are uh, really good. I. There's Chad, Fox too, TJ's good, you know, then it's just like, it was just a mess. I tried to fix everything. And it you, just, know, and, you know, and I, and I tried, tried to say this in the beginning, the very, very beginning, you know, they wanted, everybody wanted this whole, you know, I think everything started, you know, reunion wrestling first, it came back, back in, what was that, 2021? Yeah, That's yeah. When I met yeah. You, all. you know, when this came about and Tuff had all these ideas to run, you know, promotions, you know, there was always this blur of, well, who's trained, who's not, what it is, what it, you know, it was always yeah, just a yeah. mix of guys. Yeah, it was a mix of guys. But now XUC came around and all of a sudden everybody's got to be professionally trained. Yeah. hundred percent professionally trained, maybe through a school, at least, you know, a year in training. Yeah, very, this was very strict. Involved, strict policy yeah. from, you know, Ronan, Ronan the honor, you know, very strict policy. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, all of a sudden, you know, guys, you know, they were saying that they were professionally trained prior. All of a sudden, their training's no good no more. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm getting, you know, emails. This one's no good anymore. 
<laughs> you, know, you vouched for this other one, you know, he vouched for Fox, you know, two months prior, said he worked with the BCW. She's great. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden I, it was time for me to investigate these people. And, you know, there's no background to them. Nobody knows who, where they train. Nobody knows who they are. And, you yeah, know, that's fine. Sure. That's fine. And again, that information doesn't get used until... Yeah. Until yeah. it needs to be weaponized, and again, it was yeah. weaponized when 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 TJ was kind of like F the XUC, and he went with NQW, which is fine. You yeah, know, which is fine. Which was fine. Fox kind of, you know, you know, kind of defended TJ. Was like, you know, you guys need to just grow up, let him go, whatever. You know, I lost my cool in the moment. Yes, granted, but at the end of the day, that again. Her information was brought to my attention again and weaponized. We need to let her go. She's not fully trained. She's, uh, you know, a disaster. Um, Blackheart said that, you know, she got to go, got to go. Um, this one, that one. And, you yeah. know, all this information. But if, if you know, but who do we need for a show? Well, let's give her a call. You know, it's the yeah, same shit. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. all this whitewash, wishy-washy bullshit that just, yeah. you know, you're never going to get anywhere in this industry, anywhere. Not running a show, not wrestling in it not promoting it nothing if you're going to yep. be going back and forth back and forth i don't care which decisions people make just stick to them i have yep. to who's weaponizing this information hmm? who's weaponizing the information i'm just saying like i mean saying in general like every time there's like you know there's an issue with like Tucker passing back in the past you know it was always brought up about his you know epilepsy or private prior stuff but if they needed yeah, TJ, this was never an issue. Stuff that, that, needed, that didn't re, need to be, you know, weaponized to towards these people, you know what I mean? They were fired for stupid reasons and then brought back when they needed bodies. And yeah, it's just ignorance. It's stupid. It's a waste of time. Yeah, no shit. Sure. The fact is, how do you fire someone that's not getting paid? Yeah, no shit. Hello. <laughs> you can't really, these are, everybody's a volunteer here. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had that conversation with Logan, you know, when he was in the, he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, Versace, I'm declining my matches. I don't want to lose to Mr. X Jr. And I don't want to work that other match. I don't really like it. You know, they're building me up to be champion. I just yeah. respectfully decline. I'm like, you know what? You can do that. You're not hired. If this was a paid show, that would be different conversation. I'm not paying you to be here. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and then, you know, and it, like it is a tragedy because I did think, you know, for a while, for a good while, I thought me, you, TJ, Fox, Nick, and even Tough Daddy all had something really special going on. Yeah, with XQC. We, did. we did. We were popping on the views. Yeah. We were yeah. starting to get an audience. People were starting to play along. TJ was running those great storylines. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the storylines were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. You know, anything that Tucker does is great. And, you know, when you get in there and you do his backup and you guys are doing your whole thing online, it just all blends yep, yep, great. Yep, and, you know, he runs yep. those stories. He runs the rails. He runs, runs, runs. Yeah, he's, he's very really careful together, about what he does. You know, um, he's, he's like, what's the word? I don't even know. I mean, he's very meticulous in how he does his yeah, stuff. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Every he's post very, has very, to be very, done very, perfectly in timings. I remember, like, 
XUC rushed one of the shows and he's like, I'm not even supposed to be back yet. You guys have got to give me at least a day. Like, I've got to do all these other promos. Then you put yeah, out the I video. Do all this and all that. He's very, very spot on with everything. TJ. He is, but you know, I appreciate that in him because, you yeah, know, me too. For I love someone it. that doesn't, like, for someone boy. that's not. For someone that's not making a lot of money in this industry, he puts more hat and effort into it than a lot of others do. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. <coughs> he really does. You know, and that's what I saw at that KPW show that day that you and him fought. You know, that's why I paid y'all. You know, originally you knew that. You knew who was I getting paid in everything not. that you did, you know. That match, <laughs> even though the ending fucking blew chunks, you know what I mean? It is what it is, but I mean, at the end of the day, we all, you know what, as a family, as a, as a group of people that were there, me, you, Ray, um, uh, Disabled Wolf at the time, Brian, you know, we all, we all pulled together as a little family and just banged through the show, regardless. And and all in all, who did not show up? Tough Daddy. Yeah, I mean, he can say whatever I want, he can, And the music sucks, we didn't even have anything. No, and he gave me the CD, me and Brian picked it up, and I mean... You know, you could say he was injured. Yeah, I left. I told him to stay because what am I going to do? He was on medication. He couldn't. Yeah, wrestle. yeah, no shit. I mean, that's just more of a liability. I, I mean, this was our first show, though. You know, and we told yeah, him that. We told we told Tough Day that this was me and Brian's first show, as it was his first show too. Yeah, apparently. no shit. Apparently. apparently. Um, but luckily, we had some veterans there. Sheik was there. Awesome guy. He came and yep. pulled us together too. Um, yeah. You know, and like I said, Angel, and then the yeah, girls Angel killed it for us. Big Juicy, awesome. Corinne Mink, you know I mean? they gave us a great match. That yeah, that absolutely. Together. And then you and TJ closed it, regardless of what the ending is. You guys gave it your yeah, me, twenty TJ minutes. You guys it. beat the hell you know, out of each just, other. We closed it, and what is awesome? <laughs> you know, we beat the shit out of each other. Glass was used. Um, weapons, yeah. light bulb, uh, for lights with light bulb. And it was just crazy. But it was fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun. It was absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, everybody went home and was on a high. Everybody was happy. Everybody was still yeah, talking. Everybody was happy. There was none of this, oh, well, this was good, but so-and-so did no good. And that, 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 there was no negativity. Yeah, everybody was happy. You know, a lot of XUC's issues was this, you know, this, this facade of being something bigger and greater than we really were. We weren't WWE. We weren't beyond. We weren't limitless. We weren't nothing. No, no, we weren't. No, no, underground show. It should have been fun. It should have been fun. Yeah, it should have been, but no, it wasn't. You know, it really left a sour taste in in my mouth for the whole industry. I will, I will be honest. Between that and the shit that I saw that happened at the last show, you know, that's just disgusting. You know what I'm talking about. And yeah, we always yeah, knew about yeah, it. I and you know, I don't care who's to blame. You can blame. I'm out to blame. I'm out to blame. No, I'm, what I'm saying is, Rob, you know what I'm saying? There's 20 people in that room that were there that probably knew of this guy and knew about him. Anybody, anybody could have done something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, and, and just the fact, you know, that everything's going to be put on one person. Yeah, you, one you person. You came later. He was yeah. there before. He was there before you, Rob. So they yeah. should have had him. He was there before That's how I look me. at it. Somebody should have told him to leave. I why it was not my responsibility. Hello. He was there. I was working with my parents, and um, he showed up, and I was like, 
I got one text. Oh, I'll be there. I was like, I'll see you, whatever. I was like, okay. Yeah, everybody sends a text saying they'll be there. To tell somebody else, you know, oh, I didn't know at the time, whatever. But he didn't fucking, he showed up. He was near my kids prior before this all happened to come out. And now I just want to kill the kid. I really do. Oh, yeah. I want to kill him. Oh, yeah. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, obviously, and you didn't know, and nobody called you. No. It's just kind of you know, fucked up situation. Just, he shows up. He's like, oh, what do you want me to do? I was like, what are you talking about? You didn't talk to him? Oh, yeah, I did. He said to talk to you. I was like, okay. So I approached. He was inside. Tough daddy. He was inside the building. I approached him. I said, what the fuck is he doing here? Oh, he just showed up and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. What's going on here? I was like, whatever. I had to work because I was involved with my stepfather. Yeah, you had just gotten in. Like I said, you were the last to show up. Like, I know yeah, you're I the book. And, I, I, and I'll tell you, Ron, I've heard, you know, conflicted stories saying you gave the guy the ref shirt, you saw him, but you still came in much later than he did. Yeah. Somebody yeah, else saw much, this guy walk later. through the door. <laughs> and if they, I mean, I mean, Somebody else saw this guy walk through the door, and if he's as bad yeah, as he said he, he was, he would say, "Get, the, uh, get the fuck out of my show." I mean, yeah, no shit. Get the fuck out oh, of my building. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Anybody you know, you're in having here a free, family, you're having a free show with family and kids, you know? friends, yeah, no and shit. all that bullshit. That's the yeah, last thing you fucking. I'm glad I missed that one. Yeah, yeah, you dodged a. We all dodged a bullet being like like a Somebody got hit by a bullet. Unfortunately. Fortunately, but I mean. But hey, you know what? I returned his bullshit title. He can fucking have it. I mean, that's what you got to do if you're going to cut ties, you know, and I, and I, I respect yep. that, you know, you, you gave back his property, obviously. I mean. You know, Obviously, like you, you run away with the freaking title. I mean, oh, you're yeah. not fucking oh, yeah. oh my god, I'm running. Bye bye. This might where are you gonna take it? Though? Where are you gonna take it? A showcase? Like Chris will yeah, throw it in the trash. Come on now. Chris would look at me like, dude, throw that away in the fucking trash. Like, <laughs> and then go mop the floor after for bringing it. Yeah, in. go mop the floor afterwards, Rob. <laughs> 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 the boys would rent me. The boys would rent me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, it was fun for what it was, but people made yeah, it was. a stranger thing. I mean, you know how it is in the lower tiers, Rob. Yeah. Because, yeah. you you know, you work, the, you work a real show, you know, in, in, um, with Black Cottage Showcase, and that's, you know, fans yeah, and this and that. But then you've worked a multitude of other shows that are just yeah, you know, family fun. Multitude, yes. Multitude of shows. Multitude. And I was part of Yankee Pro in the 90s. I started in 95 after high school. I was 19 years old. Joey Jr. ran everything. You know, and that's the funny thing. Like, for, for like the longest time, Rob, you've been like the one guy that's always been, been you know, talked about being the legit guy. Oh, well, don't worry. Rob's legit. Rob's the only one trained. Rob's, you know, the Yankee Pro legend. Rob's this. Rob's that. Now yep. all of a sudden, like the narrative's like, well, Rob's training isn't that good. Well, Rob's training isn't up to par. 
Yeah, okay. It's like, well, Rob's already okay. being used, dude. Uh-huh. Rob's already right. being fucking used. I used, I did hardcore stuff. So what? Well, that's the thing. I mean, and a lot of people now shitting on the hardcore, but the same yeah, people but, that are shitting on the hardcore are the same people that are doing the hardcore. Me, showcase taught me how to actually wrestle. And I do have a judo background. So oh, I've seen you know. your stance. I mean, when we locked up, you had a judo stance. That was definitely not you know, a pro wrestling stance. No, and I don't. I do my judo stance. No, and I mean, like I said, you've definitely learned different. I mean, if you look at the old Rob Roberts compared to like, you know, the newest showcase match, it's definitely, definitely something much different. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's, Chris will even from, say he turned you into old a wrestler. To, to the newer age of me i i've seen i watched my old stuff i see the trip i see the prior i was horrible i was horrible i admit it i was horrible but i see who wasn't <laughs> then till who now started out like, good though? i want to know that you know what i mean but i mean it's progression though and that's what it's all yeah, about and you know that's what i thought actually was was supposed to be something that everybody could progress at whether it was going to be you know people in ring people on mic people with promos just progression someplace to work someplace to you know move their careers forward maybe give them a place to showcase their at work yeah no, nobody was getting yeah. any bookings nobody was getting any bookings rw still hasn't <laughs> come back yet nqw was just in its infancy so yeah, there was plus. no there was there was no other um real promotions for these guys to work so i thought yeah. actually seemed to be a great idea yeah why not and that's why i brought chad in you know all the way from you know wherever you live maine vermont where do you live chad yeah, maine. he's from maine. maine right now i'm in maine yeah up north we're about maine over by freiburg okay I exactly that. Chad, what's up brother what's going on how are you bro I'm all right. Just getting out of work. <laughs> oh, Chet, bro. <laughs> yeah, I used to be for the South Portland area. Yeah, I was. That's where I am actually right now. I'm right over in Westbrook. I'm sitting in my car, which is why my internet's a little shoddy. Nah, that's all right, bro. No big deal. We can still see your bald ass head. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's nah, all good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to bust your cameras. <laughs> oh God, the shine, the shine. <laughs> so, so gentlemen, what got you in professional wrestling? Chad. Uh, I actually went to a show when I was in, I was my, oh God, what was it? My sophomore year of college. I was going to school at Dean College. And I went to a show with, uh, it was an IIW show, International Independent Wrestling. And I ended up talking to one of the promoters there, Butch Petrillo. And he looked at me, he says, you know, you're kind of big athletic looking guy. You ever thought about doing this? I was like, ah, not really. I mean, who hasn't, but not seriously. And then he says, well, you should come down. We have a gym in Pawtucket. Um, come down, work out with us and get going. And, um, so I did, and I started training with, um, Butch was one of the 
he was one of the trainers. He kind of did like the managers and the talking and all that. Then um, Anthony Rufo, um, who's passed away since, um, he was the head trainer, him and Kyle Storm. And we had a lot of guys, um, <laughs> Ronnie D and Eddie Ecstasy and guys like that would all come in and, and train with us. Gino Martino. And um, yeah, I just kind of caught the bug. Rob? Well, um, I've always been a fan since I was a little kid. I was a big Hulk Hogan fan. Who wasn't? Uh, how I got into it, I was a, I came, I moved from Brockton to Fall River, Massachusetts, where Top Rope is now in the, the uh, PAL Hall where they go do their training. Uh, I was a fan of Yankee Pro. I was sitting in the audience. Joe Eugenio comes up to me. I was fresh out of high school. I was still a stocky kid because I played football. So then Joe comes up to me. Hey, kid, um, you interested in playing? Uh, I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I'm going to say, actually, yes, I have been. It's always been a dream since I was little. So I was living in Fall River. Joe came to come get me at my home. I went to um, their training facility out in New Bedford, Massachusetts. It was down near the bluffs where they park all the fishing boats and everything else. So the head trainer was um, was uh, Savano Souza, but he he was in and out everywhere. And um, who trained me was um, Matthew West, Matt Storm, um, Rickhouse Baker, Jose Perez, and everything else. That's how who trained me and all that stuff. That's how I got into it. Okay. I was approached as Sir, a fan. Next. Last but not least. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Um, so, I mean, for me, I mean, I was a lifelong fan. I mean, I remember as young as like WrestleMania 2, watching the Steel Cage, watching, you know, Hulk Hogan's versus King Kong Bundy, all the glory. You know, I was big into it as a kid. I went to Vegas for WrestleMania 9. I did all that bullshit. Um, high school came around, and, you know, it was now the dawn of, like, the Attitude Era, and ECW was spawning up, and all of a sudden, the backyard just became the place to rumble. And everybody was opening up these little backyard feds. So, I mean, we, we jumped around in there for a little bit and did, you know, bullshit matches and bullshit with um, Bob Wire and just cutting each other up and crap. And then, um, you know, our plan was all to go to school, all to go to um, Killer Kowalski school when we graduated. Um, nice. Everybody that went and tried, we were all considered too small and told to go the fuck home. Um, so with that being said, I was- Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah I don't it, and the thing is, if you weren't a big guy then, Nobody was looking at you serious in 2001. It wasn't happening. So no, I went into amateur boxing. I went into boxing. I did boxing. I did some MMA, did some of that. And then I went back later into, um, did a couple of training sessions, did some of that chaotic couple of years ago, but got into more of the, um, the media part of it, you know, talking to the guys, interviewing the guys. And then, you know, and back in, you know, the pandemic hit, my show was yeah, kind of on halt, and I ran. That's when I met you, Rob. 
I think that's when I met Tough Daddy. And Tough Daddy was like, hey, do you want to run a promotion with me? And I was like, yeah, I can help you with that. And he was like, well, we got to bring one person in my trainer. You know, the guy that brought it, you know, oh, you know, brought me into this. I'm like, okay, who's that? And he's like, Rob Rock. So I'm like, okay. And then I met you. I met TJ. You know, you guys came to my house. We did the graveyard show. We did all that. Wow, that was fun. That was actually fun. And uh, when the police showed up and everything, oh my God, that was insane. And then your son took pictures with the police officer. That was a cool thing. Right, he got the photo with the cop. The cop, he shows up and says, uh, excuse me, um, what's going on over here? As in, We're just filming a wrestling show. It's no big deal. The neighbors over here thought you guys were beating the crap out of each other. Because they go, no, officer, we're just filming wrestling. Is it all right? That's okay. And uh, Versace's son took a picture with the officer. He didn't even have to do it, so he did, which was awesome. Which yeah, was awesome. You, you for the rest awesome. Right in the middle of the graveyard. And the, oh, yeah. the pop Great. was like, sure, no problem. It was just <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but Rob, you're from a wrestling. You do beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, well, yeah, but still, you know, they we, they thought we having a gang fight or some shit. Yeah, they seen TJ. Was, oh, you remember we got TJ crazy. out there. TJ got the mask on, the badge. Yeah, it was just insane. It was just insane. The best Rod part. Daylight was, too. The, the Versace son taking a picture with the police officer. That was just the highlight. That was just awesome. It was great. <laughs> It was great. The best is when TJ, the TJ looked up at the audience. Everything's fine here. We're professional wrestlers. Yeah. He's got like half his makeup, a blood capsule going. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was great. It was just fun, man. It was. But see, fun. that's what I'm saying. That was fun. It, and that's yeah, what it was supposed yeah, to be no something shit. fun. Yeah, it has to be. Something it for the boys to have fun. It wasn't meant to, you know, take over the world. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Why would we? Hello. Why would we? Give me a break. So when did things start? But yeah, you know, and then out? like we hear about all the you know the corruption and the weaponizing and stuff like that. When did all the, like I guess you call it politics? When did the politics start to make day, change, like... day one? Yeah, day, day one. one it, day one, it's a political game of you know, what do you know on this? Who do you know? Who don't you know? Be friends with yeah, this no one. Yeah. Watch out for that one. It, it's all a facade game behind stage. It's just enough to like people leave the industry because of it. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. And, yeah you know, I love it, wrestling, but I hate wrestling shit. Yeah, me too. I love wrestling, but I hate the shit. I hate the shit. I love it. You know, and I feel like it's gotten even worse it. now with the internet. The internet's made it a more of a breeding ground because, you know, people can now, you know, have an audience to, you know, use these things and to gain, to gain, I don't know, like a posse. There'll be posse tactics used. You know, yeah. everybody mount up. You know, Rob did something bad. Everybody, let's get Rob. And all of a sudden, you know, 30 people are, you know, attacking Rob's posts. And it's like, no. Yeah. Well, how, shut the, the fuck how, up. How, yeah. The one person that has the problem with Rob, talk to Rob. <laughs> Not hard. <laughs> <laughs> right, but, I mean, it does start day one, and that's the shitty part of it. Like, as soon as you walk in that locker room, whoever the boss is, is like, yo, watch out for this one. 
You know, that's yeah, who it was. The cop was like, you got to watch out for these guys. Don't get too close to this one. Ronan was like, listen, NQW is now the enemy. You know, guys are over here. Don't want to work for these guys. So, you know, there's this line down the middle. And, you know, and then at the same time, though, if it goes a little bit too far or you do something, then they're like, well, no, you're the wrong one. You got to retract that now. Take that back. And it's like, well, no, you took me off my leash, dude. I wasn't even invited at first. No, you weren't. And that's the thing. You and TJ were both not even invited. Ronan yeah, we weren't even invited to the, to, the, to the whole first episode at all. First two episodes. Like what, maybe three, maybe? maybe you came I'm in not... on three. You came in on three. The first one was yeah, the secret show. You were the secret show, and that was nobody oh, knew about that. I wasn't even in that. Oh, it's a and, secret. You know, this, we're, not, this, we're not just supposed to say nothing. It's a secret. Secret show was, you know, Tough Daddy's attempt of a KPW reboot. And he said, yeah, I'm going to do a show. Yeah, give me a break. And I wasn't even there. I didn't even go until the third show, you know, yeah. or the second show, whatever it was. That was the memorial tournament. That's when, you know, you guys were there for NQW and you came out just to do the respect. But he, he again, yeah, he was I like... The respect for his father and for his father-in-law because I've met the man on shows. And he said to you, you know, you were asking, do you want to be on the show? You got to talk to the booker. Got to talk to the You got to talk to the booker. Got to talk to the owner. Okay, so... Aren't you one of... Don't you own... Oh, I'm not. Uh, he he tried to kayfabe me like he didn't own anything. He kayfabed the boys right. is what he did. Hello. He, he, he worked the boys. You can't pull the wool over my eyes, kid. Hello. It's not how it works. So you're supposed to work the family. Yeah, hello. You can't roster. pull the wool. Hello. That's not how it works. Okay, so whatever. Yeah. So, you know, he didn't use you and TJ again that second show. Third show comes around. You guys are using Ronan, I believe, is that. Yeah, whatever. So now he got Ron in there, and he's you know, you know, he's the man to talk to. Yeah, yeah, he got Ron too. So you know, but um, but yeah, you know, originally I don't even think you know that's the thing. I don't think you guys were in the plan, and I think that had a lot to do with the the, the ending of KPW. (laughs) Something about that 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 locker room storage room match, you know, when he when TJ won that title, and it's all of a sudden you don't want to use TJ. That TJ Why? still has to this day, but yet I had to give that title back. That's all right. I have one over here. No big deal. Whatever. Hey, where's my mass hole title? <laughs> uh, yeah, no shit, kid. That's not even your belt. I'll be right back, all right? Yeah. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay. that's, that's not bullshit. Like, you give someone the championship, win the title, and then it's like, okay, you're on the sideline now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's the ultimate kind of just like, well, fuck you. Yeah, you won, but no one's going to know about it. Yeah, it's like, congratulations. And to be honest, I've done everything to try to get that match. And I've even told Tough, can you get back into the, um, you know, the KPW, you know, account, the Gmail that we sent the messages and he can't do it. I tried to get in there. It has been deleted. And I mean, unfortunately, he just, he just erased everything from KPW because I would have liked to at least air the match. Regardless of it being valid or not, I mean, it was a good match. Yeah, you just it's tag like classic match with KPW or something like that. Yeah, it doesn't have to be this big thing. Yeah, you know, it's, it's um, a flashback or something like that. You didn't have to race it all together. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I understand, you know, this whole, you know, 
I don't understand the reason to actually delete KPW and do a raise it because I don't believe there was anything really wrong or corrupt with it. It was actually a fun organization to be part of, regardless of that one show that you know was live, like we said, and had all these bumps. We all had a fun time with that. And it was more of a family enterprise. Me, Rob, TJ, you know, and Tuff, we all worked together on that. And we all were sitting there in groups and we would all be, you know, friendly. Where actually you see it wasn't. It was a multitude of different chat rooms, two in one. Uh, this person with me and Tuff in another group and chat. And, you know, and everybody's in a kind of a separated chat being told a different narrative. And that's where the fucking mind games come in. And that's where people get crazy. Because yeah. not everybody's being told the same information. <laughs> It's like they overthinking everything, trying to be like, you know, huge and have the Vince McMahon ego, but the like Ohio Valley wrestling budget. Yeah, it's Vince McMahon with no budget. I mean, there's, I mean everybody's working for free and they're donating their time. We got people coming all the way out from Pennsylvania <laughs> for free. I do it for free. For free. Nothing. They didn't get nothing out of it, you know. Chad coming all the way from there, man, to, to Woonsocket is a hike. It is. For free, not even about, gas money offered. Yeah, the Tiverton was about four hours. Why okay. do it just for the love of the sport? Yeah, I have ring time. You didn't even get trans? Transportation? Sorry, what was that? You didn't get anything for transportation at all? You know, to... Paying yeah. it back for what you used to come there? Nah, I just uh, I did it out of my own pocket. Not even the hot dog handshake? Not even that, brother. One time there was donuts. One time. One wow. show had donuts. One <laughs> show had donuts. Luckily, it was the show I brought my kid to. <laughs> he was in his glory. <laughs> but I mean, and that's what I'm saying. These guys were all dedicated to this. They're coming for free. Just let them, just let it be fun. Yeah, Don't bring any politics into this. It's supposed to be just, you know, a hobby at this point. Yeah, definitely. It's, my next tour is all the time about that hot dog and the handshake deal. And if it's a really good day, you get a bag of popcorn too. Uh, it's like, exactly. I did that said, for eight years. A pop. Hey, I'll be a right back. And a, right. and a bag of chips. And a pat on the back saying, good job. Bonus was a bag of popcorn. And some <laughs> people don't believe it, but one of the guys did an independent show just recently that I used to work with, and they showed a picture of him with a, he's backstage, and he's got a plate, he's got a hot dog and a pop in his hand and a bag of chips. And the promoter couldn't believe it. He goes, man, I thought you guys were bullshitting. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> That wasn't on the same show with the stump, was it? <laughs> no, I think that was in. Uh... It was SPW, actually. It might have been in Rhode Island. Yeah. Welcome back, Rob. What's up, guys? Everybody, you know, we're in the business, and all these people are coming up to us. And, oh wow, you guys got a, You guys got a wonderful life. You guys got, you know, you travel, you get seen, you get in your gear, you get in there, you get to meet people. I barely have enough gas to get back home. <laughs> you got to sell a t-shirt or something to get the ride home. Exactly. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
And that's what I was trying to say while you were gone, Rob. You know, XUC wasn't paying people. You know, Chad was driving four hours. You got people like Eric for NQW coming six to seven, eight hours out of um, Pennsylvania for NQW and and stuff to help us out too. You know, it should have been something very light and fun. It didn't need to be this greedy corporation that was just destroying everybody. Like, dude, everybody was donating their time and money to it. Yeah, no shit. But yet certain people ask for a certain person for money to help out, but yet that's not his responsibility. No, I'm not I'm not really for that. See, I'm a, I'm a heavily against that. I'm a heavily against promoters asking the talent for money to rent the hall. I just what is yeah. in it for the wrestler, first of all, on these shows? Because they're not getting paid. So why would you guys want to contribute? And B, if you're a promoter, have some sense of responsibility for what the fuck you're doing and come yeah, in no proper fact. with a bank account and bankroll suitable for what you're trying to do. Don't come in just trying to half-ass it and, you know, get all the boys riled up and then be like, hey, everybody, you got to pitch in 50 bucks so we can pay to play. It's yeah. fucking bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, no shit. It ruins the sport, I'm telling you. It ruins it. It, it fucking yeah, kills it for the people that are working their ass off. It kills it so for the legitimate the people. people. You know, it's just... And just all bull crap. You know, and um, nobody should be asking anybody for anything, especially oh. when they're working for free. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, even uh, how they wrestle, like, they admit they hardly pay their wrestlers anything, but they say you get, like, the, the time in the ring where, like, AEW will watch and they'll pick certain wrestlers to do their job out for AEW Dark. But yeah. Even the guys in AEW uh, Wrestling has been on before saying, when I mentioned, well, if they make you champion, then you job out to like someone's three times shorter than you, like Mad Nexus size is 4'9. You know, how does that make you feel being a champion, a tough guy? And he said, like, and they said, uh, Tony Khan pays us very well. Yeah, yeah. Hello, he pays us. We built up so much. (laughs) I mean, okay. Well, I mean, look at WWE. Look at all the gimmicks they've used over the years. Look at how many of them were mostly ridiculous and embarrassing. But the money was good (laughs) enough that these guys did it. And WCW was the same way. I mean, Shockmaster on. You can name all these horrible gimmicks, but they did it because the money was good. Yeah, yeah. Juicer, Max Moon. Yeah, Max Moon's one. Um, Bastion Booger. Um, who else you got? <laughs> you had some of the worst characters in the in the in the early '90s. You had um, even the Joint the Clown became a gimmick. You know, funny after that. You know, that initial run. You had Skinner. You had these guys that were just characters, but the money was there. They were making something. Yeah. Oh, it's you know, just um, the pitch black mountain do match that the they had the Royal Rumble. God awful. I, I didn't mind that. I actually enjoyed it. I liked it. I'm sorry. I like Bray Wyatt. I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. I like what he's doing. I really do. But they but that was, people liked it because of the neon lights and all that stuff. I thought it was really cool. But WWE got a million dollars to do that. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, big deal. Big, big sponsorship. Yeah, so big yeah, hello. Yeah, they pimped that match out big time. Mountain Dew lights out match. 
Yeah. And they named it right after the damn drink. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Why not? Here you go. Hey, for that kind of money, I would too. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Hello, you gonna give me that? Thank you. I'll do whatever I need to do for you. Hello. Might even drink the Mountain Dew shit. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that's pushing it, especially the pitch black. Eh, I might be pushing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a little too much, but we can cave baby for the yeah. right price. <clears throat> you know, and have to know is not not like you pitch black in the bottle, just a bottle. <laughs> so when I heard the million dollars, that's when I was like, okay, that makes sense now. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> I thought they could have done a better job on it though. So like I kept yeah. thinking about, I kept on thinking about the um oil room brawl with mankind and the undertaker. Now, that was good. That was classic. It was the boil room. That, and classic. that was scary. That had scary vibes. And you know, mankind was a scary character too. He had this yeah. very airy personality about it. He was something new when it came in, you know, and um, it could have been something much more. I think a lot of Bray's matches could have been something a little bit more. Yeah. A lot of them were good too, but a lot of them, he could push it to the next limit. I mean, think of early Undertaker matches too. They were very exciting. Yeah, they were. I, I remember yeah, when I was were. a kid watching The Undertaker come out, the people in the audience when he was walking out were dead silent. They were just standing there. Like they were almost afraid that he was gonna go over the guardrail and grab them. Oh yeah, you know, he was he was you know he was Jason, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers all rolled into one, and he scared the shit out of people. Oh yeah, absolutely. There was kids out there that were actually crying and grabbing a hold of their parents because they he scared the shit out of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know my old my old co-host um. You know, Brian, he said, you know, he'll tell you, I think it's even on one of my podcasts, when he was, you know, younger, Kane debuted, he, he was like, when he saw him come out, he, he cried because he scared him. And he must have been about like 10 or 11. And it, it was <laughs> terrifying. When he came in that Michaels match and he like ripped open the ring and he just, <coughs> but if you go back, honestly, go back and watch all wrestling. You'll see when, you know, Yoko's on to crush Hogan, people were crying. You'll see when yeah, Undertaker... Yeah. Emotion. People were crying. Emotion, human emotion. You know, you know yeah, he won it. Yeah, he won the title. You know, and he lost it on that Thursday, what four days later. But when he won it, people were hurt. People, Hulkamania's dead. Undertaker just destroyed. You know, the biggest yeah, thing in pro wrestling. Hulkamania. You know, Andre couldn't. Yeah, I mean, do back it. then Andre wrestling couldn't. was very protected. It wasn't as open as it is now. Yeah, no. yeah. Unfortunately, wrestling. Back then, it's not. It's too open now. It's everybody, you know. Nobody, nobody knows. Everybody knows now. Back yeah. then, nobody knew. And everybody now, everybody wants to tell the story too. It's like, yeah. don't even ruin it for us. Just you know, keep your secrets to yourself. Yeah, please. Social media does ruin. It it's like, I mean, would you want to go to a magic show knowing how every trick is done? Even though we know no, it's not real. No, come on now, no. No, it's not fun. No, it's not. It's like WWE um, the leaks. It's just like, after a while, you're just like, hey, you're not the paper right now. Like the Hall of Fame ceremony. Before it was, no one knew who was going to be inducted. Now it's just like, okay. Like, okay. 
Now it's like now we're knowing people almost a year in advance. Hey, this one's yeah. Come on now, I don't want to know who's going to be in the Hall of Fame. I like it to be a surprise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that just I don't know. Is either because they're afraid that the internet's going to rush it, so they have to rush it, or who knows? It's just a lot of that anticipation. A lot of the mystery is just gone out of pro wrestling. Like even in the Rumble, like almost know everybody that's going to be in there, especially this year. Yeah. Like hardly any surprises. Yeah, this year's WrestleMania is okay, but uh-huh. you knew the matches that were coming out. You knew that. You knew that Jay Uso was going to turn on Sami Zayn. You heard about yeah, it. Of course, of course. It's just like, uh, well, you know, there it is. You knew Cody was going to win, like, yep. And you know, and now it's just, you know, it's going to be Cody versus Roman. Whatever way they decide, is just going to decide the future for the next five years of how people look at WWE. Yeah. Right. There's rumors out there they're going to let Roman keep the title because they big. 1,000 days of champion. That's oh, you. It's... Yeah, but at the same point, then if you let him keep winning, who's he ever going to lose to? He got to step right When down. he used to lose all the time prior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He couldn't beat Brock for the life of him. No, he couldn't. <laughs> and now all of a sudden, he could beat him in a last man stadium match. Yeah, it's just I get what they did with them. If they were gonna do something, they should have brought the rock in already. If they were gonna go that angle, they they blew that. That's fine. I'm hoping that that would be cool to see the rock again. You know, just one more last. But you 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 can't have that mixed in with Cody Rhodes now. That's gonna be oh no, you can't. Cody's hot right now. Cody is hot right now. Yes. Yeah, but how long is it before the rock becomes too old? He already is. He already is. I mean, that's the thing. I don't like. It was a great. Wait a minute. Ric Flair was seventy when he wrestled. Come on. But Ric Flair looks good at seventy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He looks better than Shawn Michaels does now. (laughs) But can you keep going back to the nostalgia? I don't like I don't like when they keep bringing back the nostalgia because every time they do, these guys are looking you know older and older and, and really kind of went for especially DX. I think you know the way HBK you know age is just good, but also I mean he, his he best run like for me was that that 2006 and anything after that it's just kind of just oh okay it's nostalgia. You can only bring guys back so much and yeah the Rock looks great in movies. How would he look? In ring, um, I mean, how did yeah, Austin look yeah. in ring? Austin looked okay, but Austin was fighting an eighty-year-old guy. You know, he went <laughs> after Vince, and then you know KO, but KO trained for that, and that was worked multiple times. <laughs> KO was building up for that. Um, he was running that whole gimmick, doing the stunner. So, I mean, it could work, but could The Rock give us a pay-per-view main event against Roman Reigns? You know, the greatest champion in this decade. No, it, it wouldn't look right. It would be another Goldberg t- type of match. He wouldn't oh, be able God. to keep up. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to keep up 100%. But that's when... Not uh, possible. This is when Bray Wyatt kind of lost my cred- credibility, I guess you can call it. Because I, I remember he took five curb stops from Seth Rollins, the Fiend, and he kicked out and won or something like that each time. But the next pay-per-view... 
30 seconds in, he takes a spear by Goldberg, match over. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's uh, what did, you know, they like had to end that. that, that I didn't like that whole thing. I was like, ah, oh, what the hell, really? They had to basically kill him with a chair in Hell in the Cell to end him. They had to end the match. They had to literally, like, the breath had to stop because he afraid he was dead. Yeah. Taking the spear and just losing. Bye. In a match with no disqualification, you have Shawn Michaels crawling out of his pool of his own blood against The Undertaker. You have Mankind getting tossed atop the cage against The Undertaker. But because, oh no, Fiend, he might be dead from a chair, cave babes chair shot. That's why I got a sledgehammer. Oh my God, that's a disqualification. But we could do in but we could do inferno matches back in the day. <laughs> and that was kind of like the old school ECW, you know, the guy hits him with a frying pan, nothing works, so he just punches him in the face and the guy goes down. Yeah, 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 I guess. But <laughs> now and now they got Logan Paul doing his version of the super punch, and everybody's laid out. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, he's doing it from six miles, jumping from, <laughs> dude's like oh. Superman, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a wire pulling him. Um, I'm surprised they didn't start doing CPR on Seth Rollins after that punch. That was impressive. <laughs> it was impressive. It was impressive. I mean, I got to give the devil his due. He does, he's, he's doing a good job. He really yeah, is. When they were in that Royal Rumble and – Logan Paul and Ricochet did their spring do. Oh my God, that was awesome! That was awesome. Oh my God, my wife came out of her seat. I did too. I I spit my drink out, but I like totally was shocked on that. I never seen that coming. I that was cool. It was something new for WWE, and yeah, I did was impressed. But I've seen it before. You see international wrestling and New Japan and shit like that. Well, let me ask you something, Vic. When did you start watching wrestling? WrestleMania after you started. WrestleMania three. Yep. So you've seen it all multiple times, reruns, multiple times, different people, same story, little changes, pretty much. Yeah, I just old days where you know you have guys who don't have the six pack of abs, can't do a Canadian destroyer, whatever, but they win the ring, gas, and they cut good promos. These days, they have to have the six pack. They gotta have the ability to do like a top rope Canadian destroyer. They have the, there know, is no more Brooklyn Brawler, man. Yeah, right. You know, and there is no but more. Barry Horace just won a match. Yeah, Ooh. I know. I saw that on YouTube. <laughs> I saw that. I think, holy crap. <laughs> You know, but that used to be the old mentality. If you ever looked at the old Raws, even when they first came out, it was a jobber, an unknown jobber versus a known guy, and everybody got to work. Now it's known guy versus known guy, and one of the known guys is the jobber. I don't know what's better, but I miss the old days when they used to just bring out unknown people. I mean, some of them yeah, we even know, like Rich, Richie Rich. Yeah, I wrestled against Richie Rich. And he was on Raw against Red Hats. Yeah. And he wrestled against Owen and the Legion of Doom and and the Steiners. He was used multiple times. Yeah. That's like with uh, Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah. He was a jobber and the fans just loved him. Yeah. He was champion. Same thing with Mary Horowitz. He was getting getting noticed. 
because of the way he was working. Same yep. thing with Brooklyn Brawler, Steve Lombardi. You know, those guys, the jobbers is the hardest job that you could take in the business. You gotta, yeah, you gotta put your pride aside because you're gonna lose. Yeah. Your, your only job is to make the next guy look great. Exactly. Yeah. You gotta make that guy shine like no, like there's no tomorrow. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. You have to make that guy look good. You know? Exactly. And we had Barry Horowitz on the show before, and we asked him, you know, it man, we've always felt bad. I mean, you try so hard in the ring and you always lost these guys. You know, it's like, you know, do that ever bother you? And he said, no, I loved it because I knew I was going to be a main eventer in WrestleMania. I wanted to wrestle guys like The Undertaker, Bret Hart, and Randy Savage. And I think, thought to myself, if I always lost to them, I get to wrestle to them against them. And that's why I wanted right. to, just to be in the same ring with them. Yeah. And, yep. They put you and there's That's a role so for everyone. Bad. And like you said, some people aren't going to make it to the main stage. But there's always that, you know, it's a very important role of putting that next guy over. Like, without that, there is no wrestling. If both guys come in strong and nobody's putting the other guy over, it's going to look very bad. It's going to yeah. look terrible. You know, exactly. there has to be that given pull, and there has to be that. Um, and there has to be someone losing. WCW, when uh, Goldberg had his streak, he, they had guys coming in um one of them i wrestled against in yankee and there was big rick fuller rick yeah. fuller when he was when he was in wcw for that long haul uh that what was it a year and a half maybe i think or two yeah yeah they I, brought him in they had, he was against, one of the 99 rick when he was in wcw you know in the end i never wrestled him but i did a lot of shows with him yeah i wrestled against rick when I was just a rookie kid. Well, and that's the thing, you know, everybody, you know, that's the thing, Vic, that's the thing. Everybody's got a lot of passion for this. And to see yeah. it, you know, turn down such a dark spiral of bullshit and just blatant <laughs> fucking high school crap, it's just ridiculous. Because what it does is it just halts any progress of, you know, Rob, Chad, TJ, myself, Anybody trying to do something, you know, more creative or, you know, yeah, something else some different, you know? Because if yeah. this age, there isn't much that we can do. There's not a lot of opportunities knocking on anybody's door. I don't, you know, I mean, I got one opportunity to do commentating out of BCW. I was told to turn it down by Top Daddy. I turned it down and I never got offered the job again. And oh, that's God. what happened. But we were at battle with them, supposedly, you know? And that's the politics you play, but you know, there's room to do fun things. It doesn't always, like yeah. you said, it doesn't have to always be this always, big you know, project. Bullshit and drama all the fucking time. Exactly. It could be just a couple of guys meeting up. Let's put something together. Let's get something on cam. Let's do a little fun. Let's have a little fun. Yeah, no shit. Not, not all this bullshit drama crap that hey you know this guy did this today you know blah 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 it's blah, just, blah it doesn't make it doesn't it doesn't do anything for anybody no because it, and half of it's all bullshit anyway yeah it, it, causes, it causes people to fight and you know pick you know you don't know it's all inflated eagles in my office for paper championships and people that think they're better and this and that it's all because somebody else said hey you're gonna be champion well no 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 you're not gonna be oh well, maybe you are gonna be I, 
it doesn't matter. It's all a story. It's all a game. And at the end of the day, probably everybody will be champion at one point. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to win the tag titles with Tough. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I was supposed to be a tag team champion. Imagine. I mean. Now imagine that. <laughs> and now, um, so what's coming up for you guys? Me, I got nothing on the horizon. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm trying to see, you know, I know Rob's got a few shows. I know TJ's got a few shows. I'd like to get these guys all back together in some kind of a stable environment at some point and maybe do a KPW reboot or do something yeah, that's fun that everybody hey. can enjoy. Yeah, no shit. Hey, I'm down for whatever. I don't care. You What's know? preventing that? Yeah, okay. just let me know. What's preventing all this? Tough Daddy? Is he preventing all this? Oh, God. I, he's, I, mean, I don't know him. No, he's, you know what? To be honest with you, I think Tough is going to honestly run his own show. I think he's going to do his own thing. I think he's going to continue doing another promotion. I think he's going to grab whoever you know he has left, whether it be Maniac, Mike, or whoever. And I think he's just going to run and do his own thing. I don't think he'll stop us from doing anything. I just think he'll just continue to do his own thing. We'll always be the bad guys. Yeah, and we'll always be the bad guys. What, what, else what did is Scott he... Hall say about being the bad guy? I mean, come on. Yep. He'll be a bad I guy. I mean, I've got nothing. I've got nothing against Tough. I like the guy, but um, I have not either. And the the problem here is, you know, Chad, is that business got personal real fast. It did. And it was not necessary. It didn't need to go there. Especially when the business isn't making any money. <laughs> yeah. I, guess I can see if there was, you know, I can see if there was millions of dollars at stake or even a couple of thousand, you know, and people are losing their shirt. But I mean it's a pay-to-play, it's a pay-to-play game. Yeah. You got people just sacrificing time, money, um, utility, you know, um, resources, you, know, you got people working all night editing videos, you got people doing commentating, you got you know, a bunch of people doing a bunch of things just for free, for the love of it. Just let it be fun. Yeah, no shit. Uh, it sounds to me that, like, Tough Daddy was, like, blaming everyone for, like... Yeah. I'm not saying his failures, but his mistakes. Instead of <laughs> like, step back going, wait a second, all right, let's take a deep breath, reset everything. Listen, not, nope, don't put blame on anybody. Just reset everything and make it better. This is not about ego. This is about the promotion. No, and I mean, like I said, I'll be the first one to admit it. When I saw the shit in the chat room, I, I went off on Selena Fox. I got bullshit. I was told her straight up, I'll never put a title on you again. You're being disrespectful, da-da-da-da-da. But at the end of the day, you know what? I lost my cool. It was stupid of me. I own up to that mistake. I should have never said that to her. Regardless if she's going to get the title back or not, that's not the way you talk to talent, you know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, and, and I'm sorry that it came down to that, but, you know, these groups, these chats, and like I told you, you weren't here. It wasn't like KPW where we were all in one chat. Actually, you see yeah. the spread out. Me, you, and Tough were in one group. Me, Ronan, and Tough in another group. Me, Fox, and Tough in another group. Me, and yeah, this one we, in another group. Had all everybody sorts was of scattered, stuff. and everybody had different information. So when everybody got together, it was a flashpoint, dude. Everybody was just fucking ready to fight. Mm -hmm. We've all been told a different narrative with each other. You know, and and I, I that's the shit that can't happen. That's the shit that this industry got to get rid of. 
yeah. if you want any progression at this level anyways. I mean, the what? higher levels, I mean, I'm sure there's bullshit, but I don't think it's like this. No. I'm sure it's a different level like of bullshit this. and different issues. That. <laughs> the higher no. levels, I doubt this, this would I mean, how would Chris Blackheart handle all this crap? You'd be fucking, everybody fired. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> oh, shit. The president is coming on. Oh, shit. Oh. I got to go into overtime for this episode because for the president. That's all right. I got to go into overtime. Do, 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 do. The real TJ. Not the poser that we kind of adopted. The real TJ. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. And TJ's Tucker's gonna kick your ass, TJ, for taking up credit for all of his work. <laughs> your ass. Now, I've got a question for you all. What is your opinion on? the yesterday's wrestling to today's wrestling. What do you like better? What, what would you rather choose to be on? Uh, I'd rather be on yesterday's, not today's. I like the old school. I do too. Now, when I you like say, yes, I'm, I'm you say yesterday. Guy. I mean, I, there's both, both products have um, their pros and their cons. The, you know, the old school was very much, you know, a protected business. Everything was real. Um, but the, yeah, kayfabe was alive. But, mm -hmm. I mean, the athletics that you see today is just, you know, you didn't see that back then. I mean, back in the day, a body slam was a finishing move. Now you've got Canadian destroyers and all that bullshit. Um, the stuff is just impressive. I mean, I I enjoy it all. Um, I'm just more of an I'm more of an old school guy. I mean, I'm a big I'm a big brawler myself, um, and that's kind of what I enjoy. Myself, myself. See, well, I prefer to like prefer to watch the older school just because that's what I grew up with. That's what I enjoy watching. If I had to pick something to jump into, it would probably be new school because of the fact that. First of all, I'm too small for the old school wrestling. There was nobody my size, but there, <laughs> there is people my size now, like Brett Ryan Gosling, all these people on the indie scene that yep. aren't too tall that are making a name for themselves. It's possible. Also, oh, absolutely. people take the health a little bit more serious today than they did in the back. As you can see, you know, wrestlers aren't, their lives aren't that long and from the yesteryear, you know, drugs. Um, abuse on their body, steroids, all these things taken into account. It was more, much more conny than it is today. Today, it is much more treated like a sport. You have a lot more athleticism, yes. Well, you still can maintain that showmanship if done right. The only thing I don't like about today is that it's not a protected industry. It's a very open industry. Um, whatever, you know, the biggest story back in the day was all, you know, when, when the Iron Sheik got, you know, arrested and like, what are the people going to think? And, you know, this American guy's with this guy smoking. Right. You know, that's that what shit. ruined it for me. Ever since then, I mean, growing up, I thought it was 1000% real. And yeah. when that happened, I was like, oh, 
it just broke my heart, you know, and I, I, I cried like, no, this is no, this can't be happening. But can we all show some respect to the president of the JWO, the band that RTJ tried to take all of his creative work from and say, like, oh, I did that. I was a champion. Yeah, the TJ you're talking about is here. This is the Someone real my name. I, yeah. yeah. Someone I, say my name. Wicked clown. I mean, yeah, kind of had a back with me. It's okay, man. It's okay. I just sat dude, down dude, and shit dude, and everything. I got a homie over in fucking Raccoon City and shit, and he allowed me into the fucking house and shit. So I'm just sitting down and I'm I'm chilling. I'm trying to get my fucking vibes down. I've been out there fucking trying to get the goddamn blueprints of where the fucking viral asylum is and shit and where my goddamn daughter is. I, I, I'm I'm going fucking crazy without having Tabitha with me. Hey man, you gotta figure that shit out, bro. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Apparently, gotta get apparently a search body going. Apparently, your friends TJ have been giving me respect all night for a bunch of matches that I never wrestled in. <laughs> <laughs> you need to talk to them guys, man, because they were they kept telling me they're like, hey, TJ did this, and I was like, ah, I don't remember that. And I was like, could have been drink. <laughs> like, I got you on video going like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I got it right away, dude. Please forgive my friend TJ. Please forgive him. Uh he know he was the he was a baby that dropped off in church. And the parents ran away, and the priest had to raise them. That's what he did he, with us. He I mean, he was just like left on our doorstep, and we we're like we're stuck with him. He's a big dumb we animal. We tried to get him back. We tried Whoa. to get him back, but the parents keep on moving on us. <laughs> <laughs> What's Rob doing? I have no idea. VP, what the hell are you doing? What the? Jesus Christ! Oh, VP. Maybe Mr. Pickles got him. Oh no, no, no! If, if our general got him in shit, <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Jesus, famous Mr. Pickles. I hate to cut it short, gentlemen, but I gotta go say good night and tuck my grandbabies in. Go ahead, man. That's cool, man. Family, family, and shit. That's what I've been out there Good doing. Shit. That's why I'm late Gentlemen, to this fucking meeting. God bless. Take care of yourselves, and I hope to see you soon. Have a good night. Have a good one. Later, later, bro. Bye, right, Max. Later, TJ. Later, later, brother. Oh, he was talking to me, TJ. <laughs> Uh-oh. The Uh-oh. general did get him. General did. How, how do you know the general got him? What? I don't see pics anywhere. Uh, you're not looking? Jeez, uh, he's. I'm only seeing me in uh, up in the corner right now, and I see Vic right now. So where's the I don't rest have of the people? In the screen, they, they come all over. And shit. You gotta scroll to the right. Oh, I scroll to the right. So in other words, I gotta swipe on this shit. Did Hell they just yeah. add this shit swipe right. Oh, okay, okay. Now I can see the whole freaking. There's only four of us in here, I'm guessing. Well, including Versace. Where the hell is Versace's thing now? I'm over here. Yeah, it's like. I'm seeing Vic here. I got this one over here. 
And this one over here, but I don't see the sash anywhere. <laughs> I gotta, but, but I still see the dots and shit. I gotta, what do you want to oh, find? Damn, okay, okay. I see it now. Yeah. And the last page, figures, you guys are on the caboose right now, riding in the caboose with picks right now. <laughs> How you doing, picks? I know, I know, I know. Don't, don't talk. I don't want to hear that freaking voice and shit. The only freaking thing that really spooks me. That's why you always see in pictures. I'm always talking to him. I'm always talking to him. We're always on the same page too. He just doesn't. He just doesn't really like to talk, and I understand why. It's the same reason too why I have a fascination with masks and everything and shit. And he definitely understands that one right there. But yeah, here I am talking to my fucking general over here. I got my keeper over here. And I got my killer over here. Nice. How you doing, Kev? What's going on? Same shit, different day. You know what it is. You get my niece back yet? I'm trying, brother. Um... Yeah, TJ, where's my niece? He's trying. Oh, I'm sorry, brother, but it's not a joke. It's not a joke. No, I see the post from her. She's scared. Yeah. She hasn't posted in a while and it's getting me fucking worried. I know she's sick. She is fucking sick. I can tell that. And the worst part of, of being sick right there is the fact that she is in Raccoon City. That is not the place to fucking be sick right now. And I think I know why she's fucking sick. That place is just, it's poisonous, man. And the, the fact that she's going through, the, just the little post that she has made out there whenever she's gotten a fucking chance, man, it's, it's my fucking daughter, brother. It's my yeah. daughter. Got her back. I, I got a kid, too. I, I'm, over here, I'm over here looking like a fucking jerk off because I'm sitting down and it looks like I'm not doing anything. Brother, I've been out there. We've been marching. It's the first time that the fans are actually fucking seeing me like this and shit. AJ behind the scenes. Rob, Rob would, would be the first one to back me up on this. Every time you're scheduled to come on the show, you're always like the first one here. Yeah, and always, always, yeah. always. Yeah. always. And you yeah. up this way. It's not like you. It's not like you. It's, this is not the TJ Tucker that I told everyone about. Man, this guy's got who what was trying to say the fuck as many times as possible get the show canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, that, on that term, thank you very fucking much. I mean, so, yeah, man, I mean. But he probably would have said fuck if he was here earlier and heard about all the bullshit that used to go on behind the stage and all that yeah, crap. I'm sure could... he would have said fuck a few more times. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. You... You actually want to open up my show a little bit right now, Vic? You actually want to do that? All right. The shit that I have been going through lately, everyone would say, yeah, yeah, it would be Andy Dawes this, Andy Dawes that, you know, Raccoon City Psycho and shit. No, no. Andy is the monster from there. Same as Biohazard Brutus saying, they're the monsters. Mary Dawes too and shit. The real one that I fucking want out of there is the one that doesn't really wrestle. I want the fucking doctor. I want Wayne. I want fucking doctor fucking Wayne. Uh -huh. He was the first person to fucking tie into her and shit. 
He was the first person to do pretty much anything. The way that he talks to her over the little snide comments over the internet. I can't stand the fucking shit. Uh, yeah, see, I want, see. I want her back. I want her back. Yep. I want her back. I want her back. I want her baby back. <laughs> and I want her back right fucking now. I can feel. I'm gonna be taught in the tent. Somewhat of what she's going through, and I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I'm going to fucking kill you, Doctor Wayne. And as far as Andy Dawes goes. Remember this, you're stepping into a ring with a juggalo in a body bag match. You think I fucking give a fuck about the stipulations, motherfucker? I've been through fucking worse in backyards. You ain't shit. Ain't shit, motherfucker. Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck. And you can put this on the fucking books for me. I've told the franchise Brian Silas. I've told Tough Daddy. I've told Rob himself. I've even told pics in a way and shit. I don't care. The person who comes in the fucking ring with me, if it's one-on-one or what the fuck ever, remember this, bitch. I don't give a flying fuck if I win or if I fucking lose. If I lose, oh, be fucking damned. Because I won't give up until I eventually fucking win. I'm a motherfucking ass. That's true. I got your ass locked up after I beat you. Yeah. Just so you couldn't fuck me up after. I'm a fucking. And Irish who came man, after Pisachi? You had to fight you. Yeah. Once you get rid of one of us, you have to deal the rest. You damn right. I, I said I, fuck I, it. I, I've always said this and shit, but I have compared us to, to, to ducks. You fuck with one of us, you got to deal with the entire fucking flock. That's right, baby. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, well, man. now we've grown in numbers, remember, and now you know these remember, beefs have been squashing. Remember this. Remember this. We, I don't give a fuck if it is if I win or I lose. If I'm in that body bag at the end of the fucking match, I could give a fuck less because I've come back from worse, motherfucker. I have come back from worse. You know, they gave me the idea of, of doing this little, you know, psychotic killer dance and everything and shit and I was fucking down with it and everything. Cabby was fucking into it down with it and everything. We were doing that shit and everything and then it just got fucking real personal. Then out of nowhere he just takes fucking Tabitha right out from under me after a fucking rumble. I chase him in the back and shit. He's fucking gone. I've been searching all over and shit. I got freaking notifications of where they might be and where they are and I don't know which one to follow but at least I got some shit on them. I'm here in Raccoon City, and that that should tell you one thing. I'm not home in in fucking Hall 6 and everything. My thumb up my fucking ass and shit. I'm over here. I've come to where she was taken. Took took, Took a lot of us that came in the fucking carnival wagon a shitload of time, but we got here. We're all in different categories right now and shit. Rob knows this. He's in a different place right now and shit. But it is in, it, it should be in Raccoon City, I believe. Unless he uh, unless he had to take a freaking day off and shit. It can be <laughs> like that. But the way the JWO is, we're fucking family. And we do this shit fucking right and shit. This is our fucking princess. And we will get her the fuck back. Fucking sick and tired of this bullshit.
That's all right. Fucking serial killer bullshit. <laughs> it ain't fucking true and shit. What I'm fucking right, right, right here, right now, I'm fucking true right here. This is me. Not what you've been seeing on all those fucking reels lately and everything and shit. A lot of fucking views on those fucking things. Bitch, motherfucker, I wish they were fucking real and shit, but they were freaking made up. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like playing fake shit and everything. They, they, they promised a fucking homeless motherfucking juggalo. Me. Stars and fame. I've, I've been through this ride before, but this time, these were guys that I could actually say, yeah, all right, let's see what the fuck happens. Well, I saw, I, I came, I saw, I don't like it, and it's fucking over. So let this be the fucking interview to be known. I ain't no fucking psycho killer and shit. I am the man of many masks. I am the river rat juggalo. I am PJ motherfucking Tucker. I am the president of the JW fucking O New England chapter. Rob Roberts, vice president. Kevin Chase, my killer. Versace Stoner, that's my lovely little keeper right there. Keeps the books and everything else down and shit, including the JWO's black book. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. We got a black book. Yeah, that's everybody, right. And everybody <laughs> we meet that fucks with us goes in that little black book and shit. And now they fuck with us. We're going to see how far this viral asylum goes. Because it ain't just a fucking body bag match. Like I said, whether I win or lose, I don't care. I'm getting out of that fucking body bag and shit. I'm going after my motherfucking daughter. Because I know the motherfucker's stupid enough to bring her at that match. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and by FYI, March 18th, even though TJ Tucker is going to be going in a body bag, well, not in it, but being this crazy oh, match and for, uh, forever, we all know TJ's going to kick his ass, but I'm going to be there to watch. Thank you. And um, I there are rumors, uh, March 10th, uh, Showcase for Wrestling, I got a little tag from over there too about Tabitha, so I'm gonna be checking out over there. Oh, good, good. Okay, okay, good. Any leads you got, man? Any fucking leads? Yeah, you bring them to me and too. I, if, if and you, feel you need me. You know, and um, Showcase is having a show there, so I'm gonna be checking that out and shit. So like you got that. Macho me, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny; it's gonna be on my birthday. That is, what are the odds, bro? Yeah, what are the yeah, odds? Man. I feel like I feel like Blackheart does that just for you. Oh, yeah, well, he's done a well, lot of somebody's one, birthday. One, day, one March birthday with just happened to be on my mom's birthday. I feel like though, I think it's gonna be good. I was talking just the other night. I interviewed Osiris. He's on that card. Yeah, I I was listening to that that uh, podcast. That was pretty a uh, decent, awesome podcast. Good job, brother. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. He's an old school guy. Yeah, he, um, yeah. he was at the last um he was at the last NQW show. He yeah. said I think he fought um, saw, the champion. Yeah. I saw the video. Yeah. I don't yeah. go with Osiris, the Osiris, right? NQW, so yeah. Yeah. But I will be there to support the JWR and watch TJ put Andy Dodds inside that body bag. If I can get the big motherfucker in there and shit. I oh, don't worry. Know. 
I'll try my fucking best and shit. But like I said, whether I win or lose, I don't give a fuck. The bottom line is I want my motherfucking daughter back. I will go. Who cares how many bodies? So Who cares how many bodies back. we have to bury? We That's just right. want Tabitha back. We want yeah. Tabitha home. We want yeah. her home. Yes. We'll bury the whole asylum if it has to happen, but we're taking TJ's Asyl- daughter home. Viral asylum. I might be gone, but I'm still watching. You guys know that anything that killing the business worldwide could do to help out, you know we got your backs. Oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I created even that little tiny fucking hashtag on each of my things and shit. Pray for Tabby, you know? I want to get that the ears to the streets, you know? Anything. Gentlemen, we have to wrap it up. We are well over the hour time limit, but... Hey, hey, you know us with the JWO, we always go over time limit, brother. That's for sure. When the, when the episode gets too big, it starts getting to, too, to a point where it's too big for me to upload, then uh, I got... Yeah, <laughs> but hey, we're all worth it, and we love you, brother. No, I... Dick, man. I respect Keep it up, brother. Keep it up. And when you find, and when when you do find Tabitha, I want you and Tabitha back on the show. Oh, oh no problem. You'll be the first person to fucking know. The second I get my hands on her and we are back in hall six, just chilling, cool, that's when I'm gonna give you a call. Other than that, I am in complete fucking hyper murder mode right now. Go get her, TJ. We'll find it. But the music that I listen we'll to, everyone says, oh, that's fucking depressing shit. How can you do it? Because that's the only fucking music that really makes sense to me right now. I stare into the fire wherever I fucking stay and shit. And I just listen to these fucking songs. And she's all I can think about. All I can think and about. Home. I haven't been with... And yo, everyone of the JWO can admit to this right now. I have not touched a fucking groupie in months. Almost months right now. That's unusual. Yeah. Myself and shit. Every bit of what I got to deliver, I'm going to try my best to deliver it all to fucking doors. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be silenced anymore. To make sure I get Dr. fucking Wayne. He is motherfucking dead. All right, brother, we'll take it home. We'll bring it home. We'll bring yeah, her home. We'll be definitely be rooting for you, TJ Tucker. Not our TJ. He sucks. And, um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> thanks for having me on, Vic. Oh, appreciate it. Goddamn crew members. Thank you guys for coming on tonight. And Thank everyone you. Else- watching and listening, you fucking know. We're out. Fuck all of you. See you guys later. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Ah! Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop.